Want the most natural-looking wedding photos? Here's a hint. They're not staged. I'm Georgina Pryor. And I'm Ann Janderson. And we're both marriage celebrants who are about to talk to a wedding photographer who will let us know how to do this. To pose or not to pose, Ange Anderson? Definitely don't pose for your (laughs) wedding photos because I find it always looks staged and it's just not natural. You and I both have the same perspective on this, but other people feel very differently. And so I think it's worth exploring this because I am nervous about the thought of posing. It's funny, I went back and had a look at my best friend's wedding album recently because I was a bridesmaid and I haven't been a bridesmaid since and I wanted to see what I looked like. (laughs) (laughs) And I also wanted to just have a look, you know, being a celebrant, you're always looking for ideas and, you know, thoughts on the industry and it has changed. It's been... 10 years since she got married and the photos were so posed to the point where I'm like, you guys don't do that. And it's almost dating them too sometimes, which, you know, given that colours and styles change all the time, posing kind of has gone out a little bit too. Yeah, I think it just depends on your style. Like a lot of people like, you know, the Anne Gettys photos of babies that are in, you know, pumpkins and stuff. I'm just not into that. I'm all about... Naturalism. Yeah. Naturalism, is that the right word? I think that's sometimes when you get nude. <laughs> I think that's nude wedding photos in the in the wilderness. I also think about Tim and he's a blokey bloke and getting him to pose for a photo for five seconds turns him into a state of torture. How is he going to go on the wedding day if he's supposed to pose for a million photos? I think it's just all about getting the right photographer, someone that you feel comfortable with and gets that brief that you don't want these posed shots. I mean, are you going to give them that brief? Or? Yeah, absolutely. And the things that I've learned through doing our podcast and also chatting to other photographers is the things that are important to me are those heartbeat shots, real people, those real moments. Interactions. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd love me looking up at Tim genuinely. You know, in not the, in a field later on, and no. they say, "Look lovingly into Tim's eyes," and you're no. like, oh, "Get the this moment." One hundredth photo we've taken, and I really don't feel like doing this. I just want to get to the food and the booze. Exactly. I'm like, I've looked up at your nostrils for so long. <laughs> I honestly, I want that bit where we're doing the vows, and he says something beautiful, and you catch me really feeling it. Yeah, and I think you can tell the difference in a photo. I always say this between somebody who, you know, actually genuinely is smiling or someone who's been told to smile. Yeah, and uh, something that I really am curious about is the family photos. I really want some photos done with our extended family at the end, the big group shots and all of that stuff. How do you make them not so stuffy? Yeah, it's funny too. I tend to stay back after a ceremony and I, I watch those photos take place and you can pick... Who doesn't like each other in families oh, when those photos are being taken? It's very clear, firstly, where they stand. Yes. And then how they stand. How far <laughs> apart they stand, yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad we're getting an expert on because I need to understand how to not pose but still get a whole gallery of photos that I love. Prue Fransman is a wedding photographer. She has been in the biz for 10 years and I've actually chosen her as my photographer and 
I hope we're on the same page, Prue. Tell me, <laughs> is posing outdated? I hope so. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, the traditional way of posing back, I mean, even before I was a photographer, is most certainly outdated. I guess people that want to trawl Pinterest and Instagram and find those specific photos and they want to recreate photos, they, those sorts of things will always date. So I would say... Yes, it's dated and, and natural, romantic, candid moments, cheesy as it sounds, will live on forever. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're photographing a couple who have perhaps just got married, so you know when traditionally we would have had those pose shots being taken, what do you yeah. get them to do? Do you just get them to go for a nice stroll somewhere or how do you get those yeah. shots? Yeah, I give direction mostly. I, I like to get my couples to sort of get involved in being interactive with, with each other, which sounds a bit clinical. But when I give them direction to do something, there's usually a dozen natural moments that occur within that set of direction where it creates authentic moments. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever tell them yeah. what to talk about when they're interacting? Oh. Yeah, look, I'm I'm pretty casual. I like to have a joke and... Yeah, I'm, I'm like a comedian myself and I'm hilarious. So, <laughs> so I, I make them giggle and laugh. And, you know, when we want to get more serious, I give them prompts to sort of get more of like a uh, emotive response, I suppose, versus giggling and laughing. But most people are naturally very happy to be in love and cuddle and kiss on their wedding day because they are actually in love and happy. Yeah. So if I can tell a couple isn't quite confident in front of the camera or needs a little bit more direction, that's when I kind of step in. Now, those people that do need a little bit more help, those who yeah. might be an, a nervous groom or, you know, yeah. a very shy <laughs> bride, which happens a yeah. lot, we've seen it. Yep. What's your advice to those people? I guess to get nerves out of the way, practice sessions or engagement sessions or couple sessions, whatever the photographer calls them. Uh, I call them little insurance policies. They're kind of a good practice run where you can get in front of the camera. It's not just good for them to get their nerves out before the day. It's good for me to see how much direction I need to sort of prepare myself to give them on a wedding day. And even if I can see they're super confident at a couple session nerves on a wedding day always play a part so I, I I know who's really needs help and who doesn't need help. Now Prue what about the actual ceremony so obviously there is you know the after photos that we get done but during the ceremony yeah. often I hear celebrants say to the couple make sure you do a really long kiss or wait for direction yep. from me to tell you to do another <laughs> kiss but I always like to think that a good photographer will be there waiting for the kiss and Absolutely. they'll always get it. Yes. Uh, look, the ceremony is the one part of the day that I can't yell out mid-ceremony, hey, guys, tilt your head, look this way. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen. No. So it is 100% our jobs to get in the right positions at the right time and get the right shot. And it's just confidence and experience of knowing where to be at the right time. I often shoot solo. I, I rarely have a second shooter, and that's just the business model I've built. And I don't, I don't find I really ever need them unless... I'm shooting weddings of, you know, two or 300 people. Celebrants are amazing at positioning people and knowing where to stand. And, and when you do rehearsals, they're always great at making sure that sort of stuff is happening on the wedding day and it's not left to me to position people. And I do sort of dance around a ceremony quite a bit and ninja roll. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> if you've got to, you've got to. I give you permission at mine. Exactly. Okay, good. <laughs> 
I like to get around and move around and sort of like get lots of different angles and reactions of people and that sort of thing. It's funny. I always see a photographer and I can always tell straight away that you're there to shoot the wedding because often you have those big leather straps with your camera attached. I love that look. (laughs) I really love it. Yeah. It saves your back after 12 hours. You can actually walk the next day. Oh, that's why you do it. (laughs) I love it. I, I just love the difference between a wedding photographer and just a photographer is the fact that you can trust a wedding photographer to capture all those little moments. They're ready for that. They know what happens in a ceremony. So pay attention to them. And what about afterwards? So there is often those family photos. Do you like doing those or do you prefer the couples just to mix and mingle with their guests and then you get those natural interactions? I like a bit of both, to be honest. I think those family photos after the ceremony are probably the most structured portraits of the day. So they do seem a little mundane and stressful, I suppose, because, you know, someone's run off to get a beer and they're needed for the next photo. But they're the photos that the parents always want and the grandparents always love. So it's something that we we always do. Um, I try to tell couples to keep them to somewhat of a minimum, like don't do a photo with every aunt and uncle and every long-lost cousin because that time will always eat into your portrait time with your bridal party, which... I would say, is most people's priority in terms of photos. We don't want to spend two hours taking photos of family members and then miss out on golden hour. So (laughs) we kind of balance it with just, you know, 10 to half a dozen group shots. And then if we have time, which I like to tell my couples to program time in to have time to mingle and if canapes are served to, to enjoy that because... They're the photos you'll get with your best mates and new girlfriends and all those sorts of candid reaction shots that you won't have if I was to arrange that photo as a more family portrait. Yeah, so a big say. cuddle yeah. after you just got married. Yeah, Hey, I'm going finally get to say hello to someone. <laughs> yes, and that's the worst thing about the time crunch of a wedding day when I'm not given enough time or there's not enough time planned which I always do try and make sure that there is plenty of time for those hugs and kisses after a ceremony because they are some of the best photos of the day. And you so, only get that moment once, really, don't you? Exactly. Once the ceremony I can't over. recreate it, and I would never try to recreate it, but it's just people I, – I make sure in my run sheets I have those times sort of sectioned in, and sometimes people are like, oh, well, we, we can find some time here. And I'm like, no, don't take that away. <laughs> You'll regret it. <laughs> now I have to ask, Prue, after 10 years doing this job – you would have come across quite a few, you know, bridal parties. What has been the yeah. most out there thing that you've photographed? I know sometimes Ooh, sometimes man. the groomsmen can get a little bit out of control <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Eagle of, Rock, isn't it? <laughs> well, yes. Funnily enough, you mentioned that because at the wedding we did together in April last year, That's all right. the boys dropped their pants. I think it was life-saving, was it? I can't even remember now. They had budgie smugglers on, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they had just married or something written on them, them, yeah. (laughs) Yes. I haven't had too many crazies, believe it or not. I I mean, I've had waves of trends of, you know, holding signs and bunting and all that, but that's not like even remotely out there crazy. (laughs) What about animals, Prue? What about animals? No. Well, we almost got... Killed by a cow. Oh, <laughs> well, I've been killed. <laughs> but, That's a but story. I'm very dramatic about animals. I don't really like, I don't know, we don't get along for some reason. <laughs> but 
a bull just chased us down a hill once. And I mean, I honestly was only worried about the $20,000 hanging off my shoulders and not so much my own safety. But <laughs> And not the bride yeah, stacking just, it in her dress. <laughs> <laughs> I, left them, I left them for dead. I, <laughs> I just took care of myself and ran out of it. <laughs> That's why we have insurance. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my no, God. I haven't had too many crazy animal stories. Oh, actually, no, I did. I was standing on like a big planter box for a group photo after the ceremony. Um, oh, God, this was seven or eight years ago now. And as I got down off the planter box, it had like a head, like a shrub kind of thing in the in the box. And I didn't, I, w- I wasn't going to fall, but I could feel myself losing my balance. So I grabbed onto the tree and it helped me sort of get down a bit. But what I didn't realize was there was a hornet's nest inside the tree. <gasps> oh, God. And... I had eight hornets bite my hand. Lucky, luckily, it was my left hand and not my right hand, which I use 90% of the day shooting. And my hand just blew up and it looked like it was five little sausages stuck oh, together. No. So, and you're the only shooter, so the show must go on. Yeah, well, luck- I actually had a second with me that day. Well, an assistant who did a bit of second shooting. So I, I was able to still go on with the day and it didn't affect me but just she just helped me with like icing it on occasion and getting me water and I mean thank god I wasn't allergic to hornets. I was gonna <laughs> um, say that's a true life, testament so. to your work ethic and commitment. <laughs> <laughs> oh I just had to power through. I was more embarrassed than anything because they got stuck in my hand and I had to like I screamed obviously and it was just after the group photo so everybody was watching me <laughs> and I just had to sit there and like smack my hand and pick these hornets out of my hand. So, yeah, it was more, like, embarrassing than actually painful. <laughs> By chance, did the second shooter take any photos of that? Because that's real candid. No. <laughs> she was holding my feet as I was standing on the planter box, so she wasn't prepared oh, to take bugger. a photo at all. <laughs> but that would have been an epic photo. <laughs> Prue, what advice have you got for couples who are trying to figure out this posing or not posing in their photos? I know... Some of us want a few that we really like. I, I might even get everybody to redo the confetti again. If I don't get yep. that shot, I'm not kidding. I might get people oh to do it. We've got Bridezilla here, Prue. <laughs> it's the one shot that can I we, want. Can we talk about a refund of your deposit? <laughs> it's the one shot I care about. If Tim's not in any That's of them, amazing. I don't really mind. <laughs> no, but if there's certain shots you really want or if there's, you know, Photos that we we really want to have from the day, is that all something that we need to plan out with our photographer in detail or do you kind of just give them a little simple list? I mean, a heads up on a super important shot is uh, crucial for us to know. Um, having a big list of specific photos is definitely a no. Yeah. <laughs> if you try and micromanage someone that's creative, that will never work. Like if I'm working off a shot list, then I'm missing authentic real moments, which nine times out of ten will be better than the photo we're trying to stage. Um, If you're trying to recreate something, you know, in the past, people want to recreate a photo that their mum had with their grandma, you know, like those sort of sentimental ones. That's always information that we need to know because we're not lifelong friends where we understand the relationships in your family. So it's our job as the day progresses to watch those unfold and capture that. So a heads up if it's not super obvious is always important, absolutely. You've booked a photographer based on their work, so you're going to get that work at the end of the day. So you need to trust on the day that they will get that 
capture those moments for you in the way that they do, in the style that they do. So, yeah, just relax and enjoy it and trust your vendors that you've booked because they're the experts. And enjoying it always comes out in photos. Absolutely. If you're having a good time, they're always the most amazing photos because you're happy and you're not being forced to smile if you just realise someone fell in your cake and you don't have a cake anymore. So don't let that stuff bother you because you can't fix it. (laughs) So don't let something small that happens on your day change your, I guess, mindset and then it in turn ruins your photos because you don't look happy. Like I can Photoshop 99% of things out of photos, but I can't make you look happy. I can't make you change the face facial expressions you have if you let other things bother you so I'm pretty good at making people snap out of it though and getting the good shots if they I can see they're a bit stressed I'm like come on let's you know let's go have some fun as always we do a checklist here's how to get photos that aren't so staged on your wedding day Most photographers don't like staged photos. It's all about getting the natural shot. The only time you'll find that you are doing those staged pictures is for the portraits after the ceremony with your family. It's always good to do a test shoot. Some call them engagement shoots, but it's an opportunity for you to get to know your photographer and how you'll work on your wedding day. It's also an opportunity to loosen up. And if you find you're a bit stiff, it's a great way to get yourself comfortable in front of the camera. Make sure you listen to your photographer's directions. They're the experts and have a vision in their head about the way that they want to capture your day. Don't worry about the photos being taken during the ceremony. Wedding photographers have captured these photos time and time again. They know how to get the first kiss, so just be you. It'll make better keepsakes to have on the wall in years to come. There are certain images that you really want, like your confetti shot, Georgie. Make sure you pre-warn your photographer. But allow your photographer to be a creative, which is what they are. They know how to get good shots. But above all else, have fun with your new husband or wife, as well as your guests. A good photographer will be able to capture your enjoyment through their lens. Getting a lot of new brides, and there's even a couple of grooms on there, mm-hmm. wanting to be part of the Wedding Secrets Bride Tribe Facebook group, which I think is fantastic because we can all share on there our ideas and we're all on the same journey together. Yeah, there's been a little surge lately, and come join us if you haven't already.